0: Welcome to Courageous Leadership with Virginia Pradhan,
1: training you to lead with courage. Hello, everyone. We are so happy to have you all here. You know that a Courageous Leadership with Virginia Pradhan exists in order to train you people that are ready to listen to develop the leadership in you because God gave you specific skills and talents and he wants you to be the leader where you, um, you exist to touch your family, your business, your community. And many times I share how God built the leadership position in me in horrible situation under socialists and communists in Romania fighting for religious rights against a dictator. And you can read more in my book, Saving My Assassin. But we also love to invite courageous leaders here in America or around the world that they are doing amazing work for people for god and they are courageous leader in the area using the skills that they uh, god put in them and one of this amazing amazing courageous leader and attorney And I'm so proud to be part of the American lawyers and to uh, to um, involve to be involved with people like Paul Jonah. He is a special counsel for the Thomas More Society, and he is the partner partner at Lee Mondry and Jonah. Welcome to our podcast, uh, Paul. I would love for you to introduce yourself to our audience and to share with them the courageous leader that you are and the law firm that you work for and the amazing work. I don't have a a higher word or another English word to, to say that amazing, absolutely amazing work that you are doing. So please introduce yourself.
0: Thank you Virginia. It's a pleasure to be with you. thanks for having me on your program. Uh, I am a father of six children married uh, now for about almost fourteen years and we have our seventh child on the way. I've been practicing law since two thousand and nine um, and I started practicing law in the in complex litigation in handling securities class actions and business uh, litigation but then i I saw in, in society, I saw I recognized there was a need for more lawyers to handle important constitutional cases. And I was introduced to my partner, Charles Lamandry, who had won many battles over the years um, important religious liberty battles pro bono, fighting for people's uh, religious liberty and constitutional rights. And I met him, he became a mentor of mine. And after um, a few years of, of knowing him, I took a leap of faith and left the big firms I was set to be a partner at and decided. Um, to to join the fight because one of the things that resonated with me was that all that it takes for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. And I saw back in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, two thousand ten in California there was a lot of uh, a lot of bad signs for our culture and our society. And I wanted to do something to make this you know make California better for my children and grandchildren and and to fight for um, these important rights. So basically, I've been working with with Chuck Lemandry since 2013, and now we're, we're affiliated with the Thomas More Society, and um, they're a wonderful organization of, of really brilliant lawyers throughout, Cal- throughout the United States, and we're handling um, cases for them in California, and we can talk about some of them today, but that's a snapshot summary of, of who I am and what I'm involved in.
1: Yes, that is absolutely amazing. And, uh, you also have the opportunity not only to, um, influence, uh, the culture in, in California, but, but you, what you are doing, you are influencing the entire culture in United States of America and even around the world. Um, and also as other lawyers, uh, will see what you are doing. Um, they will be encouraged to do the, the same things. And I'm sure that uh, law school students are looking up uh, things that you and uh, your society is doing. and. Are dreaming about joining you and doing the same thing. So that, that is a much bigger influence than we can think or imagine right now. Can you tell us about uh, how you started? Because so many people believe that you have to have the blueprint already organized in order to start it. And I know I never had it when I started in Romania to defend against a dictator who had everything at his fingertip and will kill everyone. And by the grace of God, I'm alive and he is dead. So I didn't have that blueprint and I don't have it right now here in America as I do legal work, you know, as a lawyer, American lawyer. But I think will be beneficial for our audience to share how you started, what kind of obstacles and how God uh, directed you and guided you?
0: Sure. So I started, um, the, the first thing I did was I spoke to my pastor because I wanted his advice. I was complaining about the secular environment at the law firms, the large law firms I was working at and and how they were actually using their free time to destroy our culture by, by, by helping out with cases that were really terrible. Um, and I noticed a very secular environment. I was talking to my pastor about it and my pastor said, you should meet this man, Charles Lamandry, who's doing this great work. Kind of like what you said earlier, people are now approaching us, approaching me, asking for advice, wanting to get in this work. People are contacting us regularly. And that's amazing that we can, you know, be a witness and share um, these, you know, a path for them to get involved in this work. So that was, he was that person for me. He was, he became a mentor. And I, I, and what I would say is though, for me, was a big part of it for me was spiritual direction with my pastor and also just pray, praying and, and asking to discern God's will for me in my life, but ultimately I wanted to master my legal skills as a lawyer and be the best lawyer I could be. Um, and I was focused on that early in my career. Then this opportunity opened up, and I really it really was a leap of faith because it was I was told, you know, with two children, that your salary is pretty much only guaranteed for the first year. So we got to we had to find a way to make it work. And um, we've grown the firm considerably now. We have ten lawyers, but at the time. It was a little bit of a leap of faith, but I figured, you know what, we, yeah, I just felt the, through the prayer and the discernment, I felt at peace with the decision. I knew it was what God wanted me to do. And, um, you know, as a lawyer, it's very important that you win your cases. Otherwise, you're not going to be, um, you know, the, you're, 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 you're not going to be successful. So we focused on winning cases and we won lots of big victories. And by the grace of God, we've been able to grow the firm and grow our, um you know, um, get involved in 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 so many important battles, especially recently. We we had some amazing victories uh, during the pandemic, which we can talk about in a little bit. But but the, there was no blueprint; it was just um, focusing on our core legal skills and also just trusting God and having faith.
1: Um, I think you're right about this. I uh, um, remember, you know, being uh, um, I accepted Christ. Um, you know, and I felt in Romania that God wanted me to defend Christian human rights cases. And here I am, and I described that in my book, Saving My Assassin. You know, as a lawyer, you can relate to that. When somebody comes to you, what do you do? You go and find out if they have, there is a law that protects them. And here I am, uh, going to, um, to the library because in law school, they never told us about freedom of religion and anything. It was a communist country, you know. So here I am go to the the library and I explain this because it's an amazing miracle that God has done it and he is doing in each one of our lives when we take the step that he is is asking us to do. So here I am at the library and I want to say that the laws that were under capitalists in Romania protecting freedom of religion they were never taken away from the law books under socialists because the dictator wanted to lie to the Western civilization that we have laws that protect freedom of religion but there is no lawyer using them. So here I am, I go to the library and the laws later on, I found out they were kept under lock in the library. But that day when I went to the library, somebody forgot the book on the table. So I found a book, the Lord said, um, uh, make copies. And when I started to defend uh, my cases, my first case, and I said, we have laws and uh, your honor, you, you need to release my clients from jail today. They he look at me like, Are you crazy? and I give them the the, the copies of uh, the law and they release my clients. So I, I love to share this experience because I know you can share a lot of experience where you know you didn't know or you didn't figure out how it's gonna work. This and the Lord opened the doors. So I want to encourage um, the um, audience about this, but I want for you to uh, share with us, I know you have several, several successes during this COVID, uh, and one of them is the one that you like to talk about.
0: Sure. Um, That's an amazing story. And by the way, before I tell you, there's an amazing Romanian lawyer that we've worked with um, named Horatio Mihit. I don't know if you know him, but you should meet him one day. Yeah. But um, as far as the cases uh, that we worked on during the pandemic, um, uh, the main thing was the restrictions on churches that were being placed by Governor Newsom. Uh, they were they were closing churches and leaving all the retail stores open. And um, and we filed three lawsuits, and one of them went to the U.S. Supreme Court three times, believe it or not, within a year. And ultimately, it. That was the South Bay versus Newsom case, and ultimately, the U.S. Supreme Court struck down the indoor worship ban. And now, the state of California that is, is forced.
1: the the case on John McCarder.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll get to that one. I was okay. just going to explain the main, South Bay was the one that you went to the U.S. Supreme Court where they struck down the indoor worship ban. The case for, uh, and then we had another case for Father Trevor Burfitt, which also resulted in injunction on behalf of of the of his churches. Against all those restrictions, but then the case with John MacArthur was much more interesting because he was openly defying all of the orders, refused to comply. Um, he knew that the, the, the government was overreaching and had no, in his view, had no authority to restrict um, worship the way that it was. So he um, so they were they fined him, they threatened him with jail, and he hired us to sue them. If you looking back at the time, it looked like an, a very difficult case to win because he was violating the orders. He was you know threatened with fines, imprisonment. Then the judge in the case, he filed a lawsuit against them. They filed a lawsuit against him. We were involved in both cases. The judge is, issued an order, you know, basically forcing him to comply with all these orders and he violated that order too. So then they wanted to hold him in contempt of court, which could be thrown in jail for that. Then they revoked his parking lot lease. I mean, it was a really bad situation. And, but finally, through the, through the grace of God, after lots of hard work and many, many, many court hearings every single week, he ultimately prevailed in that case. And the state of California, county of Los Angeles are the ones paying him his lawyer fees now. So that was an amazing victory. We just concluded that recently. But um, he was very bold and very courageous. He had total faith in God and trust in God and knew that things would work out in the end. And um, he's, a, he's an inspiration for many people. But that was an incredible victory that we just recently wrapped up.
1: Yeah, I believe that you're right, but it was a combination of a courageous client and courageous lawyers. I
0: appreciate that. That that was,
1: that was the combination. And from my own experience in communist Romania and here in America, I can say that we as a lawyer, we can do our part. But if people don't stand up like the pastor, John McCarter, or others to say, I will. I know there is a limit. When you ask me to violate God's law, I will violate your your law because it's not legal, and I will support the consequences. And we need those kind of courageous leaders, pastors, or or people at uh, at work, whatever area might be. But like I said, in this case, it was a beautiful, wonderful combination between a courageous client and and courageous. Uh, you know, uh, lawyers that are doing amazing work. And you also have the situation, maybe some of um, our, our audience don't know that there is a school in your area that requires kids to pray to... Um, um, uh, Aztec uh, gods. Yes, exactly. It's
0: actually worse than that. It's not uh, a school. It's the state of California passed a model curriculum for the entire state. It's part of the ethnic studies model curriculum. And part of that, it's an 800 page curriculum and buried within it are these chants or energizers or affirmations. And they that's what they call them, but they're really prayers to five Aztec deities. They specifically invoke the names of five Aztec deities. They um, ask for their intercession. They give thanks to them. They praise them. They honor them, but they're told that this is just something that the kids are going to say to make them feel better. So it's very... It's very, uh, actually, to be honest with you, it's demonic. I mean, it's uh, it's very disturbing. So we filed a lawsuit seeking an injunction. We have a hearing in early October. So we're going to ask the judge to to block that. It's a it's an unconstitutional prayer in public schools, and um, there's it's just black and white unconstitutional. So it's you know we're quite confident we'll prevail. But the most disturbing thing is that they thought they could get away with this. That they thought they could just sneak this in the curriculum. And it's One of many, many things that's wrong with the California public school system right now. But I mean, it's just that's an egregious example that we had. We had to take some action, and we filed a case recently with some with some very courageous plaintiffs in that case too.
1: It it is also, and please let uh, tell me if I'm right or not. But what they are doing, they are trying really hard, not only to destroy the constitution, to go against our rights that we have in the constitution, but to change the culture of of America. Uh, Not, uh, you know, to to. Bring things that are not today. It's gonna be this kind of God. Tomorrow it's gonna be another another God and all kind of things that. Or um, it's very interesting that we started and the founder started with kids being able to pledge the religion in, mm-hmm. in the school, start the class like this, and to have a prayer to learn from the Bible, the principles in order to develop in them the ethics and everything, everything and. America is and remain a powerful country because of the, all the ethics issue and all the things that the Bible teaches. Now they are trying not um, what they said to bring a different um, knowledge to the kids to change America and to change yeah. America into something that was never intended to be. And I'm so grateful that you fight against this.
0: These, and thank you, and these, uh, by the way, these deities, they're actually the same ones the Aztecs invoked when they were committing human sacrifice, so it's not just, and it's not just a learning about the about the Aztec culture, no one objects to learning about the culture in a history class, this is a prayer, and yes, you're right, absolutely, they're trying to change this country, and um, they're very organized, very militant, very committed, the left, the, the extreme left, and they have... Um, you know this is happening across the country. We're fighting our small fights in California, but this is happening all over the place. And the um, and they they have a, a bigger plan. And so it's very important that we uh, unite and sort of resist in a, in a lawful way, fight back and challenge these actions. And this is which is why I was inspired to get involved in this because I didn't there wasn't enough people on our side fighting back. I mean I think there are more now, and I think the heart of our country still is good. But these forces are so clever. And so, um the people behind these these uh you know movements are very clever, and they find a way to sneak this stuff in subtly so that people don't really know what's happening, but they absolutely have a big plan, and they're very organized
1: you You said some few things so important, so I want to outline them for our viewers. One, you said that the the other the other side is organized and united. And we need to be united. And one of the reason I invited you here is because I want to give you and uh, your, your company and your, uh, your ministry the, the exposure because others need to know and be united and also take your example. The other thing is we need parents to be involved in what the students are learning and they are taught in school and go to school and talk with, uh, con- contact you if they find in another area. Also, if they want to run for school board or for any other position, it's time for us as Christians to be more active. Uh, Absolutely. I, I want to say, I want to I'm I know you receive a special award this year 2021 and I want to I want um to share that those information in details with with uh, our audience because I believe your work and your heart and everything you are doing is uh, it was rewarded in a special way so please tell us
0: Sure well, we we give glory to God, and we don't we don't expect to get honor and, and rewards by secular legal publications, which is what made this one a little bit unique. Um, it was the Los Angeles Daily Journal, which is the preeminent legal journal in California, and it uh, basically they awarded my partner and I as California lawyer attorneys of the year in the constitutional law category for our work on the uh, church COVID nineteen restriction cases, which which I said, like, as I said, resulted in that ban on worship being overturned for the whole state with 40 million people could now go back into church. So it was a big deal, but we were surprised that a legal, a secular legal periodical would recognize us. That was nice. And it was, it was an honor. And, um, so, and my, and my partner, Chuck Lamandry just got on by that same journal, just got named one of the top 100 lawyers in the state, which is pretty awesome also. So it's it's nice to be recognized by those publications. We do the work obviously and we give glory to God, but we um but it's it was surprising to us that they would they they would recognize us. So, yeah, thank
1: you. I I believe I believe that when you do what God asks you to do and I have experienced that many times. People might be hostile in the beginning, but as you keep walking the walk, that short, uh, you know, path, and you continue to do, even your enemies will admire you. Uh, you know, the Bible says that if uh, God's um, men's walk before the Lord pleases him, he will make even his enemies to live in peace with him and that's exactly what what the lord uh, has done. I yeah. I before we end this because we just touch a little bit we're going to have you again but I want to make sure that our audience can reach you. So can you tell them how they they can reach you and what what they can do you know for for your company.
0: I appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, the Thomas More Society has a great website where um you can learn about the work that we're doing. You can learn about the amazing, really brilliant lawyers they have across the country fighting and winning fights like these. Um, and it's thomasmoresociety.org. More is just one O M O R E, thomasmoresociety.org. There's a legal help section where you can contact any lawyer and ask for representation. Um, but it is amazing to learn about the victories on that page. So I would encourage people to check out the website.
1: Thank you so very much. Appreciate that. Appreciate you, Paul, coming here. We're gonna have you again, and until next time, we're, we're Thank you. gonna pray for you and your um, um, all your work and um, your message. We hope that it's very inspiring for others. Thank you. I really
0: appreciate. It. Thank you, Virginia. If you want to know more about Virginia Prodan, her coaching program, buy her book, Saving My Assassin, or invite Virginia to speak at your events, visit virginiaferdinandbooks.com.